0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. It's me, Brandon. And today, I wanted to do an episode all about resiliency. So the ability to come back from things that are uh, unpleasant or come back from failures, your ability to really bounce back and continue the work you want to be doing. And for me, this is one of the most, probably the most important quality to have And one of the things that a lot of dancers have to learn when they start their professional careers. But if you can master resiliency, that ability to really come back after things go south, I think you are going to have a very, very, very successful career. And, you know, I was thinking about this idea. I'm I'm kind of coming to the end of my busy summer teaching schedule. Uh, And I'm so grateful for that. I have about two more weeks of creating and teaching and On top of that, all the performing that's ongoing. Uh, But I thought back to a time when that really wasn't a thing for me, right? I wasn't performing a lot. I was really trying to fill my days with stuff just like, uh, like to stay busy as a dancer, creating little short videos, trying to teach class, sending my resume out to things, sending reels out, all of that kind of work. And if it wasn't for that, I know I wouldn't be where I am now for, you know, what felt like screaming into an empty void of like, look at me, hire me, pick me, Um, which can feel like a lot. But I think if dancers can go through that and stick that out, they're going to find a lot of benefit later on. So I want to make this episode all about uh, resiliency. And I wanted to first talk about why it's important and then give you some tools and ways that I think we can become more resilient in our everyday, right? Or when things get really hard or when things go south. So, why is it important? I mean, it's important because you're going to come against a lot of problems and conflicts in your career. Problems, they're guaranteed, right? Failure in this industry is also guaranteed. You're going to get cut from auditions. You're going to be overbooked and overworked, right? You're going to have to make a lot of tough decisions. Even when things seem to be going your way, you know you're getting booked for a lot of things, There's pro- that probably means you have to say no to a lot of other things that are coming your way, right? Maybe right now you're feeling, I'm not getting anything, and that's the conflict, right? That's the problem. Uh, Maybe you're getting cut from every audition. You keep showing up, showing up, showing up and getting no. Or you keep showing up, making it to the end. And that is a different type of pain, right? You make it all the way to the end and they say, actually, we see you. We're going to go with this person though, right? And that is so hard. But how do we manage these situations better, right? That is, or how do we manage our time and our energy when things don't go our way? How do we continue to show up in the face of new or even reoccurring problems, being cut from the same auditions, or not getting picked again, or not getting the grant again, right? But here's the other thing. If you want a long career, you have to stick these things out, right? This is, a lot of the time, your career is not going to be linear, Right. I I would be very surprised if in 10 years you're like, I'm going to say in 10 years you're going to be at your, you know, a nice peak moment, but not the end of your career. You're going to be like, you know, I think when you hit 29, 28, uh, 30, 32, 35, you're really in your prime. Right. You know yourself. You know what kind of dancer you are. So if you can stick it out to then, I Bet at that point, you're not going to come up to me and say, oh, well, my career is completely linear up to this point. I'd say you would have a lot of highs and a lot of lows. So how do you deal with that, right? Through a decade of working and being a professional. If you want more opportunities, a good way to do it is to just be in the game longer, right? Because we deal with those highs and lows. So how just staying in the game longer, staying in the industry longer will help make you more resilient, right? You'll have more experiences um to really guide you in what you want to be doing and also learning what is right for you and what isn't. Yeah. The uh, the final reason why this is important is I mean it's you learn that seasons vary, right? I I'm sure you, at some point in your life, you've heard, like, life is all about seasons. We have highs and lows. In the winter, it's cold. In the summer, it's hot. You, you know, like, these metaphors. But it is real. Auditions are happening all the time. But the jobs that are right for us are only available every once in a while, right? I'm not going to be right for tap dogs, right? I don't know if tap dogs are still a thing. I think they are. I hope they are. Um, but I might not be right for that. But Or I might not be right for a specific Broadway show or this ballet company, but I'm right for this contemporary thing. Or I'm right for this musical theater thing that's very niche. It has a lot of floor work. It has a lot of, um, you know, different theatrical things that that attribute to my specific abilities, right? And at the same time, so much of this job is just about timing, right? Being in the right place at the right time. So my question is, how are you willing to deal with the influx of information and all the other outside of the dance world intricacies of life, right? Like paying bills, you get sick, you have to quit a job, you have to start a new job. How do you deal with that and know that it's all a part of it, right? Being resilient is so necessary and it's a constant, consistent practice. Yeah, So maybe you're listening to this and you're like, oh, right, this sounds like a lot. It sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, it is. And it's a consistent, you know, it's a consistent reminder to keep showing up to do this work because I think and I hopefully if you're listening to this, you'll find as you get into your career or you are in your career, it's so worth it for those moments that are the payoff, Right. So how do we become more resilient so we can get to where we want to be? The first one is, I think, one of the most important is to look at failure as information. I will tell you, getting cut or not booking a job sucks. It is the worst feeling. It can be the worst feeling, especially when we get cut from jobs that we'd be perfect for or that we want really badly. But for me, what I do after I, you know, take my needed time to mope and, you know, feel my feels, I accept the result as information instead of a reflection of my worth, talent or abilities, right? And when I do that, it makes it less personal. And then I can move forward knowing that there's another opportunity out there for me. Or there's always another audition, and it's not personal. It's just, I don't know, characteristics. It's just, uh, it's specifics that I'm just not right for at the moment, right? I didn't show up the way I needed to. Making it more black and white like that makes it easier to do some, to go back and do it again. Right. I don't have to sit in that feeling of like my worthlessness or whatever it it is that stems up when you are approached with failure. So that's number one. Look at failure just as information, not as a personal uh, view of who you are. Right. Number two is respond with action. Yeah. My sister, Jill, she has she is in the fitness and business space and she always talks about how action puts us immediately back in our power. So when things feel, um, you know, in her example, like if we if we fall off like a, a nutrition journey we're on or a fitness journey we're on, the best thing we can do instead of sitting in our feelings and moping about it is to take action. We can go to the gym. We can go on a walk. We can go for a run. We can uh, do ten push-ups real quick. You know, like all of these things. For me. When so much of the dance industry can feel like our careers are held with other people, it can feel really powerless. I'm like, I feel like I don't have a voice because my happiness depends on if this person gives me a job or not, right? Or my career depends on if this person says, yes, you can work here, which is kind of crazy, right? Like to take our success and put it in the hands of other people. For me that's just not going to work, right? And it's not sustainable, right? It doesn't help me become more resilient. So when I'm faced with a no rejection, I try to figure out how to do the thing anyway. I'm not talking about, you know, you get cut from audition and you say no. (laughs) Can you imagine you're just like in, I think people have done this before and maybe it's worked for, you know, a very small percentage. But uh, that moment when they go, okay, we're not going to ask you to stay. And you just say, you know what? Now, I'm, I'm going to stay. I've never had the guts to do it, but I've heard stories of people who've done it and it's worked out for them. But you don't hear the stories of people who've done it and they go, mm-hmm, no, actually, we need you to leave the room, please. <laughs> Awkward. But anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how do I continue to create or con- continue to do the things I want to do without waiting for the permission of other people? So you didn't get a grant? Great. I'm going to create the piece anyway, which if you're writing grants, that's how you should write it. You're making the piece no matter what. Uh, if you didn't book the job, make your own version. Right? If you want to be in a music video, make a music video. Put yourself in it. Show people how you want to be seen. Show people that you are right for the job, right? If no one's letting you teach, and I think this is a big one. A lot of people come to me like, "Hey, Brandon, like I'm trying to teach in New York and I'm not getting any bytes from studios. I'm like, well, you can host class. Anyone can host class. You can charge, you know, $5, 10 $15 a head. You can rent space and the space will pay for yourself. You might not make a lot of money, but at least you teach people that you are a teacher and you show them that you do this and you get practice. You start gaining a following. Like there's so much benefit from that. Of course, all of this is easier said than done, right? But that's the point. You need to one show yourself, but then two, show others that you don't need their yes to be successful. Even even though, yes, a yes from other people feels great. Uh, it, you know, makes things a lot easier. that's that's for sure. But at the beginning, especially. The more you can take no's or more you can take rejections and then turn them into action for yourself, there's so much benefit from that. And that brings me to my final idea, which is I need you all, if you want to be more resilient, to show up consistently knowing that failure is a possibility. Yeah, this career, I'm telling you, can feel like Pushing a boulder, a massive, large boulder up a hill, especially at the beginning, with no sign of the peak in sight. Yeah, sounds daunting because it is. But know that the work that that does is so necessary and will pay off in some way in the future. I've never felt like creating a work or going to class or going to an audition I'm not sure how I feel about self tapes right now. But or going to those auditions was a waste of time. Even if that audition was poorly run, even if the class wasn't really great or poorly planned. I grew up, I grew not grew up. I grew from those experiences and felt like they were really necessary parts of my journey because I really learned something, right? Even if it was a little something, even if I like this isn't how I'm going to teach my class. Even if this isn't actually a job I want or, oh, this is actually a job I really want and I didn't do well, I need to go and get more information in my body. I need to take more class, different workshops. I need more different experience. Yeah. And somewhere along the way, that boulder that you've been pushing up might just get a little lighter. And I think it will get lighter, especially if you are putting information, putting work creating things and putting them into the world, right? Once again, it feels so easy to say that now as someone who is lucky enough to get an email every once in a while that I didn't prompt myself, right? Or someone saying, hey, I want you to come work with my students or hey, I'd love if you could come dance with me without me sending something first. That feels so nice, but I always remember Pushing those boulders or those emails through to hundreds of people before getting one response, right? It's so much easier to wait for your big break if you spend that time creating and building your own thing instead of just sitting and waiting for the opportunity to fall into your lap. That's really what it comes down to. And then it's so much easier to be resilient, right? It's so much easier to bounce back when you're like, well, I know I can do this on my own. Right, hopefully this was helpful for you. Hopefully, maybe it's click some ideas are clicking for you of like, you know what? I did just get cut from this audition. What can I do right now that's gonna put me back in my power uh, for the next time? because I know it's gonna happen again, and I know one day somehow I'm gonna catch a break, maybe not the big break, but a a good break, right? But it's about showing up. It's about being consistent. It's about staying in the game long enough to see the positive results, right? That's what I have for you today. Hopefully, this was helpful. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me on Instagram. Um, But other than that, leave us a positive review, and I'll see you in another episode. Bye, everybody.